got it. Hello and welcome to the Dare to Fail podcast. I am your host, Brandon Rail. Boy, you got it. And yes, I am still alive. So the first thing I owe you guys is an apology. I am so sorry that I have not been putting out episodes as I had been. A lot of things happened. Uh, I don't want to make excuses for myself, but I kind of dropped off the face of the planet there for a bit, and I just want to let you guys know that I'm, I'm truly sorry about that. And uh, I today, you know, for the first time in a long time, I decided, you know, it was enough, enough is enough. I need to kind of confront my own stuff. And I need to get another episode out here because just even sitting down and and getting ready to to do this just gets my blood flowing again. And it makes me like so happy to be able to share these things with you. I mean, this is not a big podcast, as you guys know, but just for what I am doing for the sake of it and to have, you know, a couple people reach out to me to say that this has made some sort of impact positive in their life is all that I really need. This is also really mentally healthy for me to do these episodes. So I just want to thank you guys and again apologize for not having episodes out. Like the last one that I did was miss, was the interview with Mr. Jason Pulowski on the mental, he's a mental health nutritionist. It was awesome. Uh, but before that, December 2020, I did I'll Be Here a While and I completely intended on starting back up in 2021. And here we are, 2021 is almost over. Wow, right? <laughs> Yeah, that's life. That's how fast this stuff can go. So what happened? <laughs> well, I guess the, the question really is, is what didn't happen? <laughs> I fully intended on bringing this podcast back uh, the beginning of 2021. But, um, you know, some things happened for me. When uh, our political craziness happened on January 6th, that was a really big blow uh, for me psychologically. To be honest, I thought that it was just one of the most heinous and awful things that I've I'd ever seen happen in our country uh, got me really, I don't know, really down. I got to be honest with you. And then, you know, other things started to happen. There was, you know, things, relationship things that I thought were going to go somewhere that didn't. Um, and it all just kind of piled on it onto each other, right? And I'm not alone. I mean, everybody has got to be pretty sick of politics, sick of the pandemic, sick of people's nonsense right? Sick of stupidity. I mean, we're all just sick and tired of it. And unfortunately, I did kind of let it get the better of me. And I didn't create nearly as much as I wanted to. However, you know, when things happen, you know, when you get knocked off the horse, or you lose a month or you lose a year or something. I mean, there's only one other thing that you can do. I mean, you could, well, there's two, actually, you could let that continue on. Or you can not. <laughs> or you can say, hey, I know that whatever it is I'm going to make or be involved in is not going to be perfect. And it, you know, it may not be exactly what it is that I want or be the exact circumstances or everything that I want. But if I don't get myself back up and get moving in a positive direction, I'm really not going to be liking my life at all. And it's not, you know, it's not to say that I didn't have good things going on in my life. I mean, I, I certainly did. I'm, I'm grateful for a lot of things. But this past year was very challenging for a lot of reasons, and I know that you guys all feel the same. So if you can bear with me and accept my apology for not putting out more episodes, I would really appreciate that. Going forward, in the future, I do plan on keeping this podcast going. I have seen now that there are more Dare to Fail podcasts on Spotify, so 
To find mine specifically, it's just Dare to Fail with Brandon Rail. If you're going to find me on Spotify, or you could obviously just get it straight off my website, which is brail.com. And you can also find my music videos, you know, the YouTube stuff and all that. That's all on there. And if, if this is the first time you've checked out this podcast, thank you for stopping by. And really, the only motivation that I have for doing this is to share things with you guys that I hope will motivate you, will empower you, will will let you see my humility and how imperfect I am and still, you know, moving forward and doing things. And I want you to do the same. I mean, this is just all about you as an artist or just as an individual. I think we're all artists in, in our own right, creating and making the things that we want to see in this world come to fruition, not just have them in our heart. I mean, success for me is defined by whatever I have inside of here. I'm pointing to my heart because you can't see it because you're listening to me on the radio. Uh, I am able to get out. I'm able to put it out. Now, what happens with it, if other people like it, if it does nothing, you know, it doesn't matter. The fact is, is that it is out there. That is what this podcast is all about. I can't really teach you guys how to be millionaires <laughs> or any of that stuff. I know there's plenty of it out there. All I can do is be as honest with you and forthcoming as possible and hopefully help inspire you. And I'm always open if you have a question or you want me to do an episode on something specifically, or maybe you know a person that would be great to interview about this, please shoot me an email, F-R-A-E-H-L at gmail.com. You can also find all that information on my website, like I uh, mentioned before. And let me know. Send me some comments. Send me some things that you want me to talk about. But today, today, we are on the eve of 2022 happening, and it's time to rebuild it's time to start over. It's time to take out the trash, flush it all down the toilet, and get back to some sort of sense of who you are, reclaiming who you are, and why it is you are here on this planet. Because it is not to be anxious, and it's not to be upset or worried or any of that stuff, even though, I mean, a, a, a bit of that is always inevitable in life. But we have to rebuild, man. And I'm right there with you. So let's let's dive in. So the first thing that I want you to do, you know, if you're driving or you're working out while you're listening to this or you don't have access to a piece of paper, you can do this mentally. But if you have access to a piece of paper, grab one. And I want you to write on there what matters most to me. For me, when I write this question down or when I hear this, it, it's kind of like this bypass of all the nonsense or all the craziness that's going on within my head, okay? And it cuts right to the point of it all. What matters most to you, okay? Set a little timer, 10 minutes. You'd be surprised what you can come up with in 10 minutes if you just Turn everything else off and say, for 10 minutes, I'm, I'm going to only focus on this one thing. What matters the most to me? And I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, that will be your blueprint for 2022 moving forward. And anytime things get crazy, as they will, I can promise you that they will, and maybe you start to forget these things, you can come back to this and you can say, oh, wow, okay. So this is the stuff that matters most to me. Why am I not doing this? Why am I not spending more time on this? And if you say, well, I don't have any time. You got to make time. You got to find it. You have to. How much time do you spend on Netflix, right? Or Hulu or YouTube? I'm guilty of it too, right? 
Are you spending a lot of time on a, on a bad relationship? Uh, are you working a lot, you know, extra? I work in healthcare, and during this pandemic, it has been insane. And guess what? We're gay. We got another new variant coming up, and it's supposed to be, it's potentially going to be a higher spike than we've ever had before. Here we go again. Wow. Like, we weren't already tired enough. So now, and, you know, people are leaving healthcare because it's so crazy, and it's, I know it's like that pretty much anywhere. Uh, so am I working too much, and I'm just not even really thinking about it because I'm just thinking about making all this extra money, which is great, you know, got no, nothing against it. But if you're doing too much of these things that are not really in line with what matters most to you, it's going to be really hard to, to be mentally healthy. And I do, you know, uh, hey, we're in a situation where I think a lot of things are completely beyond our control and we can only really mitigate disaster at this point. So you got to give yourself a break. None of this stuff, you know, I, I've always kind of been, I love self-help, but at the same time, I, I really don't like a lot of the stuff where they make it seem so simple that you don't really, you know, it's all, oh, you just need, need to do X, Y, and Z, and then your life is going to be great. And then maybe you go out and you do X, Y, and Z, and you get your, the body that you want, and you take the risks that you want, and then you get to the other side of this, and you're like, huh, I'm the same person. <laughs> and I'm happy and I'm proud of myself for taking those risks, but this whole, you know, on the other side of the rainbow sort of thing, it doesn't exist. Life is this, this kind of continuous indie movie right that you're watching but it doesn't end until you die <laughs> that doesn't sound very like optimistic but you know like it's just there's there's so much time that we have to deal with there's so many you know repeat things that come up and things that we thought we had dealt with and beaten uh come back and it's just a continuous process that we have to show up for every day and and do our best. And in a lot of ways, it is pretty normal for these things to come back, for things that we thought that we had dealt with and beaten, for them to come back. It's not necessarily a sign that we're doing something wrong. I mean, it's just life, right? These things just happen. And for the past couple years, it has been a lot of these things just re-happening, recurring, and having to adapt again or having to completely change. So do not beat up on yourself so much, you know, to the point of where you're just mentally exhausted and gone and and just kind of going with the flow of everything or just, you know, doing the routine. Don't beat yourself up so much. This is a time where we really need to practice self-compassion. Compassion for other people always as well, of course, but especially for ourselves, which we are the hardest on. We are our own worst critic. It's just the way that it goes. Kills a lot of creativity. Kills a lot of the joy and happiness that you could be living right now. Because circumstances dictating your happiness, has, it's never really worked out that well. You've got to find a way to dance in the rain right? As they say, it's a beautiful quote. I can't remember who said that, but life is about dancing in the rain, right? It's one of those things that we have to just simply look for the good that we have rather than the good that we wish that we had, right? What is still good in our life that we can be grateful for right now?
I have a friend. I'm not going to mention her name. Mention her name because I don't have permission to. But um, I've been following her story on Facebook a lot. She has a baby boy. I think he's maybe two, maybe three, and he's going through chemo. He has some rare form of leukemia, and I could only imagine the stress that her, uh, her that she's going through. Her family is going through, and every time she's posting stuff. It's never negative. It's never brought into like a negative sort of connotation of, you know, all the obvious stuff. Like, why is this happening to me? Why would it happen to him? I mean, there's no reason for that to happen to a child, right? Everybody can agree with that. There it is, right? Happening. And thankfully, it looks like, you know, he's doing well. And he's just finishing up his chemo uh, treatment. He had to go through several rounds of it. And this is a Babe, this is a child, right? And I see positive things that they post, and I, I see this sense of, it's hard to explain, but just the sense of humanity and the, the sense of, you know, we have to make the best of these things. It's, and I think about her, and I think about her family. I'm like, if they can do that, then I don't really have an excuse, you know? Nothing in my life has ever approximated something that serious. And hope maybe it will one day. I don't know. I mean, tragedy and these things happen to, to everybody uh, to some degree, right? And some people it breaks. And some people, they find a way, right? So we got to be the people who, that find a way and not let it break us. As hard as that may seem sometimes and as down on ourselves and on life that we can get and how fast time can go by when things aren't going well and we look back and we're like man I could have done so much more but where does that get you it just perpetuates the same kind of thinking that puts you into this funk right and nobody wants to be there and I certainly don't want you guys to be there either so if you're feeling like maybe you've lost your sense of self and where you want to go and what, we, what you want to do, go back to that initial question of asking, what is it that really matters the most to you? Because within there is basically the answer to all that stuff. It's just so easy to forget. I know that personally when I'm feeling the most anxious or the most stressed, it is because a lot of my time is having to be devoted to things that maybe I'd rather not have you know, would like to do like, like working extra, you know, for instance, or, or things of that nature. And I know th sometimes things in life happen and a lot of your time has to be devoted to other things, but try to find a way to ease yourself back into something or to just take some time simply for yourself. I mean, it is a necessity for your mental health. It's not a luxury. It's a necessity. Okay. And now on that piece of paper that, or, or in your, in your mind, after writing down what matters the most to you, the next thing to write down is an action plan. I know it all seems kind of rudimentary and just kind of basic, but that's really kind of the point. I mean, to get right back on track or to be rebuilding yourself or to get ready to have a great year, it really is getting back to the basics. I mean, if you ever watch football or any sports or anything like that, so the best teams are always the best at the basics. And then they add on to that as they get back into their groove or whatever, they, but they have a solid foundation. And that's what this is about. So you're going to make an action plan for yourself based on the things that matter the most to you. 
pretty simple, right? So for me, for instance, let, I'll give you my example. What really matters most to me, well, first is really I want to be a kind, caring, loving, compassionate person. <laughs> I don't always achieve that. But that really does matter an awful lot to me. It also matters a, a great deal to me to be a courageous person. And by that, I mean what I have in my heart, I want to make sure that I put it out into this world and not let the fear of being seen or being vulnerable stop me from doing it. Pretty simple, um, but very powerful, at least for me. When I write those things, I feel them. You know, To me, it's like to be a courageous person, you have to step up to the plate and be like, listen, this is who I am. This is what I think. This is what I feel. And here it is. And hopefully you're not some psychopathic madman who thinks that <laughs> what he thinks and feels that is awful should be out in the world. No. Hopefully it's something positive. I believe, you know, because I'm just creating art here. It's it's nothing, you know, dangerous that I think of. But um, that's the stuff that I want to put out. And I want, I, I know that I, I have to do that. Okay. So my action plan to make sure that I am moving towards this goal, whatever it is, wherever it's going to lead me, has to do a lot, honestly, with taking classes and stuff. So like, I got to become a, be a much better singer if I want to create my own album of music, which is a huge, huge goal of mine, right? So to be able to do that, I need to make sure that I can find a singing class or something and, and start getting a lot better at that. I need to take care of my body, my mind, and my health. I need to exercise. I need to have some sort of plan for eating healthy and for physical activity. And for drum practice, same thing. I need classes. I need, you know, I have to have some sort of plan to make sure that I am watering those little seeds and all those things. I want to have a family. Well, what are you doing for dating? Are you going out and you meeting girls? Or, you know, it's kind of hard to do that with pandemic. Are you doing the online dating? Right? Just making sure that there's these little bullet uh, bullet points for the plans that have to do with what matters the most to you. If you don't have anything like that going on in your life right now, you might not be feeling very good at all. Or you might just be kind of floating around like, I don't really know, you know what the next step is. Or maybe you're not. Maybe you're just like totally oblivious to, to any of these things. You're like, maybe I should, you know, it's time for me to start like living on purpose, right? That's what this is all about. That's what this is all comes down to. I'm sorry if you can hear my papers turning in this, but it's true. If you figure out what matters the most to you and you make a plan to pursue those things, I think that that's like 90% of the battle. And then everything else is simply building up the grit and building up your confidence and keeping a healthy perspective keeping your finances in order, don't getting in, you know, not getting into a large amount of debt, stuff like that, and just continuously showing up every single day to do the work, right? To do the work somehow. And the work oftentimes is not fun. Uh, it can be, you know, classes and stuff can be fun, but there, it's also really hard to face your insecurities. Like for me, I really want to learn how to sing a lot better than I than I do. But when I start to work on it, I hear my voice and I'm like, oh, this is awful. Like I, I, you know, so it's really hard for me to push myself into that. But every time that I do, I do feel a little bit better afterwards, you know? So like, say for instance, you want to lose weight or, you know, you want to change something about your body. But every time you put on a workout clothes, you feel very insecure and very, you know, just insecure and vulnerable and makes you not want to do it. You're like, I don't want to show up 
and go take an orange theory class or go to the gym and have people see me like this. So then you just don't go. And then you know that you're not going to get better. You're going to actually, in fact, get worse. It takes a lot of courage. So you got to just show up. You got to just do it and be like, you know what? Yeah, I suck at this. Or maybe I don't look great in these clothes right now, but I will, right? I will. So it's, it's tough, but it's, it's, it can be a lot of fun, right? You have to look at the fun, kind of the bright side of all this stuff, but know that it's not going to be easy. <laughs> and now I think the third thing you need to write on this paper or mentally if you're driving uh, is that you are worth it. A lot of times I find myself asking, well, why would I, why would I do all these things? Why would I do all these creative things? And, you know, it doesn't really seem to be going anywhere, certainly not making me any money. It costs me money. But why do I do these things? It's because I love it. And if I don't get to do it, I don't really know what the point of me being alive is. I mean, it's something that if you believe that your dreams and the things that you find value in have worth, then you don't, you don't question the why because you know that it's worthwhile. So whatever it is that, you know, you do find the most meaning in and whatever actions you decide that you're going to take towards those things, you have to believe that you are worth it, that you are worthy of it, and that it's going to be something good in this world, no matter what really comes out of it. I wish that you know, it, it was the case that every time some person really stepped out of their comfort zone and did something or, or, you know, really took that bold move that it always paid, you know, paid off. In my experience, it does pay off, but it doesn't pay off maybe in the way that you might think that it, that it will. Because I said at the end of this, you're still the same person. So even if you lose a lot of weight or if you become this great singer or, you know, or whatever, or great drummer or anything, you're still left with this person that is you, right? And if you don't love that, if you don't think that that's worthy, regardless of what it is that you try to do to rebuild yourself or to, to create this, you know, what you think is going to be a better life for yourself, it's really not going to matter that much. I think that the crazy thing about a lot of self-help stuff is, is this concept of self-love because if you really do get it and you really do believe that, hey, maybe the best thing that I can do for the world and for myself is to love myself. And then it's a lot easier to love others. It's a lot easier to, to not be so judgmental or, or so angry or say, so anxious all the time. And then you might stop and look and be like, man, you know, I had a lot of great things in my life that I have been neglecting, or I could be looking at it a completely different way. And then what's, what's bad about that? It's very, you know, as a person who's very kind of ambitious at times in, in wanting to accomplish, you know, certain concrete things, I'm always reminded of the fact that if at the end of the day I go home and I feel good about myself and I feel happy that I've, I've won, that is the ultimate goal right there. Not necessarily to be, you know, a professional musician or to be famous or to be whatever, Right. We always think that those things are great, but if at the end of the day those people go home and they don't like themselves and they don't like the, the people who they're around, then how is that successful, right? It's not. So 
defining success in in the sense of just being like, I just want to feel good about myself. <laughs> it, it becomes a lot, a lot easier because simply to do those things, to feel good about yourself, all you got to do is take action in, in the direction of the things that you love. Just to recap a little bit of my story, I was living out in Los Angeles. I had quit my job in Phoenix and everything and all the stuff that had happened to me in Austin that kind of led up to this point. Uh, you know, I I packed up and I moved and I was out there for two months and then the pandemic happened and everything fell apart and I had to come back home and basically start over again. Now, I sometimes would think like, well, that's it for me. You know, this dream of being an actor is over. I'm not able to go back to Los Angeles. You know, I have family things going on now because of the pandemic. I can't go back, at least not anytime soon. So it's over for me. That was kind of the way that I would think about it sometimes. And then, you know, absolutely no, there's nothing good that can come out of that. But when I stopped, it's like, well, now I'm in a position, maybe it's not, it's not ideal, but whose position is really ideal here, okay? It's not ideal, but look at what I am able to do. I got, you know, master class. I'm learning how to make films from freaking James Cameron. Did you know you could do that? Masterclass.com. Check it out. I can, there's nothing now stopping me from making my own short film. Randy Messersmith, a guy that I, uh, an actor I, I interviewed on this uh, podcast, is fantastic. He just wrapped up. I haven't seen it yet, but he, he did his own short film called Saving Faith. It's won all these freaking little awards and maybe even big ones. I don't know, but he just put it together. He got a crew. He wrote a script. Boom. And he did it. There's nothing that's stopping me from doing that. Is there? No. I have all the money and the resources now that I didn't have when I was in Los Angeles at the time to get recording equipment. Now I can actually learn how to produce music and make an album. So instead of feeling sorry for myself about all the things that I wish would have happened because, you know, the pandemic this, the pandemic that, or just anything in, in life that happens, if I focus on those things, this action plan based off of the things that matter most to me, I'll be accomplishing all kinds of things that matter to me deeply. Now, are other people going to get excited about them like the way that I do? I don't know. I hope that would be really freaking cool, man. But if it doesn't happen, does that mean that my goals or the things that I loved and, and wanted to put out in the world don't matter or that they're not any good? I can continue. Okay, I'm not Van Gogh, obviously, but he is one of my, my, one of my favorite artists. They just did a Van Gogh immersive thing here in Tempe, Arizona, where you could go and you go into this warehouse and they project all of his paintings in this weird, like motiony, flowy kind of light projection show. It's really cool. So I went and I saw that and I just thought, like, how could somebody who could create these things, um, feel like they, they weren't worthy or feel like they weren't a success because Van Gogh killed himself when he was 37, 36 or 37. And the sad thing about it is roughly 10 years after that point, his work started to get noticed for what it is, for, for what it is. I mean, and, and he's arguably one of the best painters ever, not because he was, uh, you know, an exact detail, look how pristine this painting looked. He just painted, it was just 
these beautiful colors and these lines and squiggly things, you know, all this, you're not squiggly, that's probably not a good, you know what I'm talking about. You've seen the Van Gogh with the real thick brush strokes. Nobody painted like that the way that he did. And I can only imagine because the only thing that he wanted to do was be a successful artist that at a certain point he had just had enough and he took his own life. But if he would have just waited, (laughs) if he would have waited just a little bit longer, Maybe he, he would have lived long enough to see the impact that he had had. So am I Van Gogh? Nope. Are you? You might be. I don't know. And neither do you. And the fact is, is that we don't know what sort of impact what we create is going to have on other people. You know, have you ever made something uh, and never really didn't really think much of it, but then a bunch of time goes by and somebody brings it up and they say, you know, you did this, that, the other. And it was like, it was something that was really, you know, I really appreciate it. It really had an impact on me. And you're like, what? That had an impact on you? That's, I, I didn't, I, I didn't even think about that. You just never know. Don't do what Van Gogh did, obviously, ever. Never, never, never allow yourself to even go there. You don't get to quit, Right but you have to create. You have to. That's what you're here to do. And don't think that because other people don't recognize you or don't don't really appreciate you that what you're doing doesn't have any value because what the hell do people know? <laughs> what do they know? I read Willie Nelson's biography. He lived out in Nashville for a long time trying to make it in the country music world and they everybody told him that he could not sing. They're like we do. Your voice is not. You're never going to be a, a country singer here. And uh, in his biography, he said, "What do they know?" And he was exactly right. He didn't make it in Nashville. He made it in Austin when he went there and started playing. And this whole new hippie wave of outlaw country came, and Willie Nelson was at the forefront of it with his weird, nasally twangy voice that we all just that I think is one of the most beautiful voices I've ever heard. What do they know? Easy for me to say. I get it. When you're making videos or you're putting out music and not a lot of stuff is happening with it, or if anything is even happening with it, it can be very, very discouraging. But just remember that this is not about that. It's, this is about you having something in your heart that you put out. You're putting it out there. It's the most courageous thing that any person could ever do. And if that is enough for you, then you're set. So to recap, get a piece of paper out at some point when you have the ability to do so. Write, what is it that matters the most to me? You fill that out. I already kind of shared to you what, what, I, what I wrote. And then have action plan and make an action plan that's going to be congruent with the things that matter the most to you. Then write, you are worthy. You deserve it. This is something that has value, regardless. And that's it. (laughs) And then your life will just be solved. Everything will be great. No, I don't know. Uh, But you will at least be, you know, if you're going to suffer, if life is about suffering, and in a lot of ways I think that it is. Oh, am I getting dark here? No. I mean, just life is hard. You know, things happen, and um, it can be very hard. You need to take a positive attitude towards those things. But it's also not a bad thing to be a realist about them. So if you're going to suffer, 
you might as well be suffering on a path that makes sense to you, for God's sakes, not on a path that you're just doing because you don't really know what else to do, or you're just going with the flow of what what you think is right because you're basing it off of what other people are doing, which is a terrible idea. So ultimately, this is about simply connecting with other people in a meaningful way. I think this experience of life, as much as people piss me off sometimes and as stupid as I think that they can be, I know that at the end of the day, the quality of my life depends on the quality of people that I have around me. And maybe I can't have them around me physically all the time for geographical reasons or because of the pandemic. There are ways to connect with other people. One of the big things that happened uh, this past year that really uh, was a fatal blow was that um, we had two of our our dogs. They they were by far my best friends, Um, 16-year-old labs. They were the sweetest dogs that you could ever imagine. We had to put put both of them down. One passed. Uh, She was just, she was very old and she was sick. She had valley fever, all these issues, and it was just her time. And then the other one, uh, Vinny, the male dog, so it was Mishy and Vinny, uh, the male dog basically died of a broken heart uh, five weeks later because um, they had never been without each other. So it was, it was soul crushing, right? It was just like, I don't want to live in a world without these dogs. (laughs) And you know, if anybody who's ever lost an animal or or knows, I mean, you know that they're not just animals. Like, they are family. And when you lose something like that that is so close to your heart, it is so hard sometimes to be able to find any sort of energy within you uh, to, to, to feel good, right? To feel like life is ever going to be good again. But through counseling and through, you know, people, through talking, I found a lot of comfort and a lot of um, compassion from others, even in places that I never would have even imagined. Like my coworkers, which, you know, I love my coworkers, but I didn't expect them to be very compassionate about that. So I kind of kept it to myself, but I eventually could because it was like I was going into work. They're like, what's wrong? I'm like, well, I just lost my two best friends, basically. Um, And they just showed me a lot of compassion and you know, we honor them, we honor the people that we don't have and we wish that we had in our lives if we've lost them to COVID or we just lost them to time or tragedy, right? Um, to these things that can happen in our life. But this is what it's all about, man, is it's all about being able to connect with people on this level. And to me, that is what art really is, is human connection. Music, acting, not all of it, you know, hits the mark, but when it's at its best, I think that's what it's really all about. So that is a first episode back. (laughs) And I actually feel like I'm back. So that's really great. On another note, I know if you listen to the episode that I did called Love Yourself or Die, you know that I'm losing my hair. I have been losing my hair. Here's a really weird thing. All right. I talked about taking medication to keep it going. I took it for a year started getting weird pains in my body, stopped taking the medication that went away, but then it's like, okay, now you're really going to lose your hair. I quit drinking caffeine about three, four months ago. I was drinking a gallon of green tea a day, at least, not exaggerating, no sugar, but still. And um, I quit. I felt hungover for a month. The withdrawals from not having caffeine were insane. 
I got through the month. Anxiety level dropped significantly. I used to get weird headaches all the time. Not anymore. Totally gone. I'm able to sleep a lot better at night. And my hair has not, like, like I've, it's gotten thinner since I've stopped the medication, but I stopped it over a year ago. So I should theoretically be back to where I was when I had started it. So my hair is actually not that terrible. So I'm, I'm just going to let it, you know, be what it's going to be. But, like, I couldn't believe that. Just from caffeine? I mean, I didn't even think about that. Maybe it's because I was having so much of it, but I don't know. Anyways, you know, well, there'll be more episodes about that. There'll be more episodes about positive things and moving forward and everything. Just know that if you're struggling, I totally understand and I totally feel, I feel, I feel your pain. Send me an email. Let's talk. Let, I'll, get, I'll, I'll do an episode specifically for you, all right, if you give me a good topic or, or something that you want me to, 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 to hit on. I will totally do that for you. And again, I apologize for not having more episodes out, but as you all know, sometimes we fall down, but we got to just get back up. So I love you all so much. Thank you if you did take the time to listen to this entire thing, and there will be more to follow. All right. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. My, you've got it. Hey, what's up, people? Just really quickly wanted to add, if there's anybody out there who would like to be interviewed for this podcast or has any comments or questions or concerns that they would like to address with me, feel free to reach out. My email is f-r-a-e-h-l at gmail.com. That's f-r-a-e-h-l at gmail.com. You can also leave me a comment. Also, if you're in the area of Phoenix, please stay tuned on my website for show dates, concert dates, play dates, actor dates, anything. If you just want to hang out with me, I'd like to hang out with you. Yeah, just check it out. It's all on the site. B-R-A-E-H-L dot com. That's B-R-A-E-H-L dot com. Goodbye for reals.